ट्रेनिंग thoracic surgeons you know who are who are upcoming robotic thoracic surgeons so whenever he does that he usually calls me in for a uh, for a two hour lecture on you know how we do it and so it is quite easy so we uh, what we did was initially the patients had to come and you know stay in the hospital or stay near the hospital uh, for this management so it's seven days of this simple therapy people have to come from far off and it's a very costly affair for them to stay in gurgaon they come from many parts of the country and you know, they are already like burdened with money with the with the problem of money so we didn't want to uh, do that because we had to give this treatment and the way in which we were doing doing in the beginning was not possible for them to replicate at home so we made a simple process what we did was uh, we started uh, sim- we simplified the process then in the on the first day we called a, the patient along with the relative we uh, videographed everything that we are doing uh, on their mobile phone and gave it to them and you know that's that was our intervention like so it was a 40 minute intervention we just charged for that single day intervention and we we sent them back and you know and like it was not as intense as the kind of seven days treatment we were giving but this is a long term pro- problem and you know, it's not going to go away in seven days even though the 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 perception of uh, pain might come to zero in the seventh day but it's actually not going away so we taught the patients how to manage it themselves so now i i think we would have done for hundreds and hundreds of patients in you know, this particular manner so we had a we had an innovative way of you know reducing the cost also for the patient so it was quite appreciated by people and then he came in and asked me okay you see uh, we have these patients who who have their because he take out take out a lung and then there is a cavity in that place and if you leave that free then the fluid oozes in and you know there could be possibility of infection etc and the drain like you know you have to there is a drain which is kept there to yeah. take out fluid so you might have to keep the drain for longer period of time uh, and uh, gita do you have something to help me out in this so then we sat together i have never seen a thoracic uh, robotic thoracic surgery until that time to to be frank i have never seen the chest opened and until that time <laughs> so uh, he called me he, he took me into the surgery he told me okay this is what i am doing you see this cavity here and this is what i want so i understood because he was telling me exactly what he wanted i understood exactly what he is expecting from me and then i had a very good yoga practitioner with me so i said okay you want this to be expanded you want this uh, you want this place to be filled up without not with lo- uh, fluid but with the lung so let us see what we can do with that so we started doing yoga for these patients and you know it was experimental in the beginning and we found that we were able to take the patient out of uh, the intensive care unit post surgery post surgical ward uh, 24 hours before what the patient earlier than before than than uh, we uh, than before before our intervention so it was a big advantage for the patient so now it's his 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 routine was patient comes in the morning for surgery or one day before uh, the surgery the yoga instructor teaches the uh, teaches the patient the yoga to do they will not learn yoga in one day 
but it's very simple breathing procedure we tell them okay you would please remember this is the breathing procedure that you have to do that's all you know just an introduction to it patient goes to surgery the patient wakes up with the yoga instructor by his or her side so the yoga instructor is 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 placed there as soon as the patient wakes up the doctor doctor khan or doctor khan's uh, like you know um, um, colleagues calls us says that okay the patient is waking up the yoga instructor goes there sits there and you know tells the patient okay you remember i i told you to breathe so start breathing in this manner you know like and this was really a tremendous success and you know and 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 we included that also in our in our paper or on 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 and you know that is actually really good so i think uh, as as an intervention robotic surgery uh, like you know pain management is something which we could do which could improve improve uh, like you know um uh, patient uh, what's called uh, outcomes in uh, in robotic thoracic surgery in many in many ways so these are two ways where we used to work in uh, there are there are several other for example uh, another one is um uh, sensory neuro hearing loss so i had a friend uh, dr shashi he is a he is a uh, ent surgeon and he also uh, so he is now the head of another one of the hospitals end in the department but you know while i was there uh, he was he was at medanda so we used to work and joke quite a lot and so, so i was telling him about what was happening with some other patients so he told me okay do you have something to do for this particular problem where the patients who had been taking uh, some tb medications have uh, this sensory uh, hearing loss yeah. so do you have something to do there like i i don't have anything and we are trying to give a steroid injection uh, directly and you know and then but some patients benefit but very few uh, like in, in in the total number so if you have something that's something which we are totally uh, happy to send to you so i said okay you start sending those patients and you know we found good benefits in two three patients and especially those chronic patients who had been suffering from this for almost about two years two and a half years and uh, and he then started sending a lot of patients with the same condition so but also for other conditions later but for for the specific conditions he started sending a lot of patients so i think even after coming here i i see over phone uh, uh, like you know one or two people about their problem and you know now we have a standard formula of medication and everything so we make some changes in the in the dosage forms and or 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 the or the way in which the medicine is taken but it is almost the same medicine and we get uh, i think i and shashi uh, we, we get about 80% of the patients are successfully treated now so like you know at least at least they are comfortable uh, probably the left ear is not hearing as much as the right ear but that is not a problem they are not completely deaf so they are they are happy about it and it's make a lot of difference to them just amazing this is just amazing i mean the i had come across your article on uh, you know robotic surgery and ayurveda and i had wondered you know how can ayurveda contribute in something as high tech as robotic surgery it's, it yeah. seems to be the very antithesis of ayurveda but uh, to hear you know neurology that is nerve entrapment pain i, I know it's it's we just write it off you know all that we can do is give them pain medication there is really no hope uh for it to go away unless you know some miracle happens and naturally it it may decrease over time but it never really goes away and these patients are stuck on medication and so our job is to just keep writing those prescriptions year after year after year for them yeah. um the same thing with the one is chronic pelvic pain syndrome so we had 
yeah you know like so we had urologist uh, working with us so uh, and and we, we found some excellent benefit with chronic pelvic pain syndrome also so i think i think in neurological uh, neurological origin pain uh, we probably have something to do uh, sometimes through medication sometimes through external applications so uh, that seems to be a very strong area for ayurveda to intervene and you know work with allopathic medicine and even even this uh, this sensory neuro uh, hearing loss uh, is also something which is quite uh, quite you know like uh, you know to be frank i have never treated that you know before until the day uh, dr shashi asked me whether you can treat that so yeah. the, the fact is ayurvedic science is so uh, so flexible and malleable and uh, and you know so uh, uh, like deep that you can find a solution for any put, any situation you you put yourself in like it, even a completely new condition that you had never treated before you just use the theory you had and you could develop a treatment that is just fantastic and uh, sensory neural hearing loss is the other thing this is the typical old age hearing loss for yes. our listeners um, who may not recognize that term so this is very common all of you would have seen this with elders who go deaf over uh, you know after maybe 60s or or, or even older it's even more common uh, again this is something we don't even pretend we can treat uh, either you know we the only option we have is hearing aids otherwise you know this is a uh, we we assume the ear has reached its uh, end of uh, life uh, before the body and so nothing can be done so it's amazing to know that you um, could you could actually come up with some something that worked another intervention i don't know whether i am uh, is it being too much but basically there are few more which i can if you want to hear that uh, uh, you you can stop me if you want me to stop no right? please go ahead <laughs> so another intervention was uh, idiopathic thrombocytopenia so uh, like patients with very low platelet count uh, we you won't believe it uh, i got this information from a whatsapp group and that at that time whatsapp was just you know beginning and you know people who have just started using whatsapp and one of the first uh, information that i got was you give papaya leaf juice and you get uh, platelet count increase okay so what i did was i had a friend who was in pharmacology i sent it to him and you know asked him to see whether it has a ben- any benefit on some rats so he did some you know like it, there was not like he he had some rats available with him in the lab so he did then he said it seems to be there, there is definitely some benefit seen in the rats so let us see what happens so i tried we tried papaya uh, whole leaf juice we tried uh, without the big veins we tried um, different quantities of papaya we tried because it's a little bitter we tried different uh, ways of um, uh, like you know making it more tasty etc uh and 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 the number and the frequency of medication also we tried all these things and we identified uh the right dosage and the right uh, uh right frequency for the medication and the benefit also like so if we give papaya leaf uh juice to a person at 5 ml with some little bit of honey or sugar if you if, if you don't want to take the taste of it uh the effectiveness can be seen in something around 36 to 48 hours so if you have somebody who whose whose platelet count is something around 12000 or you know 10000 which is a very low number you start giving papaya leaf juice to this patient twice a day you will find the 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 number raising to something around a lakh in a in 24 to 
maybe even before one and a half days. And by by 72 hours, you can definitely bring the person back to uh, to lack uh, the, the minimum requirement. And this we we initially started with ITP, but then we started giving it to patients in chemotherapy also. So you know, like uh, so, this is another problem with chemotherapy, and you know, yes. so giving it yes. to patients, and they also found benefit. So uh, like uh, so, you know, like you find something useful somewhere, you can actually because uh, we are not bound like modern medical um, uh, medicines. Like you know, you can use it in very specific condition. We are bound. We are unbound creatures, you know. So we can use that in many places. <laughs> So we used to try do, doing that in different uh, different uh, situations, and we found it very effective. So I'm not saying that all WhatsApp group informations are right. I have tried several other, but none of them were right. But this was right, and I, I then I realized that I should have checked for the uh, literature first, because it was available already in the literature. Malaysia had already published that. You know, it was already a published paper. And uh, there was there was already published paper. I didn't have to do all this experimentation on patients uh, before uh, before I found the right dosage. But of course, they had their their publication was on was on animal study, and you know it was not it was not really clinical studies. Enjoy listening to the Agastya R. Is there something you really liked or would like to see in a future episode? Agastya Gurukulam welcomes your feedback either by phone or text message. At nine one nine two nine four four eight zero zero, or by email at info at radionaira dot com, or by online chat messaging at radionaira dot com.